Her date is December 25th, 2020. Across the planet, global unity is at an all-time high on these ancient legions of forces across planet Earth have united and closed behind the single gravitational force of the United Nations, leaving the world through its darkest hour. Except this darkest hour is not COVID-19. It is an alien invasion. Welcome to Imagine If, the alternate history podcast. I'm your host, Brody Burton. Merry Christmas, Feliz Navidad, Hoex Noel, Merry Krusuami, Hanukkah Sami Khan. To all my listeners, I'd like to wish you a very Merry Christmas, and I hope that your 2021 will be better than your 2020. It's been six months now since I started Imaginive, and I am proud to say we have listeners in 17 different countries on five continents, everywhere from the cold waters of British Columbia down to the beautiful country of New Zealand. Thank you for an amazing six months. My apologies on occasionally releasing episodes late. So this episode isn't really alternate history. It's more of a take on how the fam- on the famous Independence Day movie, which I would recommend. But I think it's relevant given recent circumstances. There's a headline from the NBC dated December 8th, 2020. Former Israeli space security chief says aliens exist and Trump knows about it. The topic is now trending on Twitter. Of course, that's probably not true. But if it is, then well, there are aliens. Now, to the show. December 17th, 2020. It's a cloudy day in, a, in the farm, small farm town of Aubrey, Texas. School has been loud for the holiday break. It's cold outside, around 59 degrees Fahrenheit. It seems like it's a completely normal day. However, as the staff of the high school begins to pack up their things, the smell of fire catches on. Although, the qu- quickly the smell of water replaces it. On the football field behind the high school, an alien spacecraft touches down. The spacecraft remains isolated and silent for several hours until the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, makes first contact with the aliens. Hello there, welcome to Texas, the governor says. Welcome, humans. The alien ship speaks from a speaker. We come in peace. The governor gets tense at the famous line and cautiously puts his hand on a wheelchair. Prepare to escape should things go south. I certainly hope you do. Would you like to leave your ship? Take me to your leader. Governor Abbott responds tensely. Which leader? The leader. The aliens respond. Which leader? The mayor, the county judge, the governor, the president? The leader. The alien ship says coolly. Uh, uh I, I'm the leader. I'm the governor. Abbott responds. Mr. I am the governor. Come aboard. The alien ship responds. Or do you want to speak to my boss? Let us speak with your boss. President Trump, he is in Florida, right? Governor Abbott is cut off by a high-pitched noise that hurts the ears of everyone nearby. The entire world looks on in suspicion and fear as the spacecraft vanishes. Meanwhile, in Fort Lauderdale, the President of the United States sat on a beach chair 
beach chair. Alice's advisors briefed him of the situation in Texas. The alien ship appears out of thin air. Mr. President, you are coming with us, the alien craft says. No, sir, President Trump responds. Mr. President, you are to come with us, the alien ship repeats. No, I will not, President Trump responds in an annoyed manner. The alien spacecraft proceeds to ignite a fire on the Florida beach, burning much of Trump's residents quickly, including President Trump. Vice President Pence quickly takes the oath of office in Washington, D.C. Pence drafts a defense plan with Secretary of Defense Miller. They decide to try and combat the aliens in space using ICBMs. The alien spacecraft back in Florida at this point disappeared from off the coast of Fort Lauderdale. However, it quickly reappears in Beijing. Chinese President Xi Jinping is kidnapped, letting aliens take him after finding out the fate of former President Trump. Leaders of the world's most powerful nations took different courses of action. After Beijing, the alien ship appeared over Tokyo. Prime Minister Yoshihide Suga is not found, and the aliens responded by burning much of Tokyo. The alien ship abducts leaders in New Delhi, Berlin, and Moscow. Before world news stations can catch what's going on. Vice President Pence sends the presidential line of succession across the country, sending Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi to an undisclosed Chinese bakery in San Francisco, President Pro Tempore Chuck Grassley to a farmhouse in Northern Iowa, and Secretary of State Mike Pompeo to a military base in Kansas, and Justice John Roberts, who would have to administer the oath of office in the death of a president, to Camp David. Vice President Pence sat in the Oval Office. In the meantime, leaders in London... Paris, London, Paris, Brasilia, Seoul, and Rome went into hiding. Lines of succession, succession began in China and Russia as Li Ching, as Li, Che Kuang, and Michael Mishustin take power in their respective countries. President Pence, as the leader of the United States for the next month, will have to start a war that that former Vice President Biden could hopefully finish. Pence called up NATO and invoked Article 5 in the NATO Constitution. After the attacks on President Trump and Prime Minister and German Prime Minister Angela Merkel, aside from NATO, leadership from the CSTO, CF, CFSP, FPDA, ANZUS, ECOMOG the Council for Peace and Security in Central Africa, the Inter-American Treaty of Reciprocal Aid, NORAD, RSS, the Shanghai Cooperation Organization, and BRICS countries united behind President Pence in the formation of the United Force, a collective aerospace, naval, and land force of most of humanity. Soon after, the U.S. invoked MNA, allowing more nations to join, followed by the African Union and Arab League. However, much of the world, including a total of 37 nations or self-governing regions, fell into the hands of the aliens. Twitter exploded with the hashtag World War III, but that soon was replaced by the name The War for Earth. As aliens began occupying, the first be fighting began. European forces surrounded Switzerland, Kosovo, Serbia, and Bosnia and Herzegovina, 
all of which had fallen into alien hands. A joint South American force would invade a joint South American force invaded alien forces in Bolivia. The military situation of both armies had to be taken into account. Several countries had military supplies left over from World War II, while others were very up to date. The aliens possessed technology of their own. Their land forces were made up of fire troopers, who carried a machine gun-like weapon, which spit bullets drenched in chemicals to kill on impact. Their main force, however, was their space fleet. The International Space Station sent pictures of their weapons from NASA via NASA lines to Earth, and they contained. And their spaceships were entirely powered by rust and could incinerate anything within a blasting range. Back to the battles. South Korean, Japanese, and Chinese forces had begun pushing into North Korea, but had made the mistake of working alone. A joint force of Americans, Costa Ricans, Panamanians, and Hondurans invaded and conquered Nicaragua, the first nation to be re entirely reclaimed by humanity. Mexico, who had desperately tried to find a, a defense agreement that would allow them into the United Force, had fallen to aliens and fighting had begun on American soil, specifically El Paso and San Diego. The U.S. went into complete mobilization even going so far as to eminent domain Detroit factories long vacant to build new material for supplies. However, alien forces have been concentrated not on the Mexican border with America, but with Guatemala. The Central American nation had adopted guerrilla warfare tactics for two weeks following before falling into alien hands just prior to the new year. However, it was at this point the Space Force and NASA began reporting electromagnetic anomalies off of Mars. It was reported that an area the size of Connecticut was showing a high magnetic signature. Slowly, they began to detect the anomaly moving towards Earth. On January 20th, the inauguration ceremony of President Biden The anomaly entered the Potomac River and killed Chief Justice Roberts President Biden and Vice President Harris, as well as the small inauguration crowd. The United States went into a constitutional crisis. The presidential line of succession was not easily disrupted, but on January 20th, there was a major opening. The next in line after the president for the government is the vice president. However, Vice President Harris had been killed in the same attack that killed President Biden. The next in line is the Speaker of the House. However, four Democratic members of the House had resigned, three for promised cabinet positions, and one for a scandal. With this, there was no House majority, and therefore no Speaker was elected. The Senate was split 50-50 after Democrats managed to win both Georgia runoffs, meaning there was not yet a Senate President pro tempore. After the Trump cabinet had resigned and the Biden cabinet was not yet appointed, the remainder of the line of secession was moot. The Twelfth Amendment was revisited, and legal scholars determined that the that Vice President of the former President Pence could have been considered the Vice President as Harris had not yet to take the oath of office. The Vice President would have been Mark Esper, the former Defense Secretary under the Trump administration. Esper became the acting President and evacuated the government. The United States began to push back on the road to retake D.C. 
The U.S. had at this point finally started launching ICBMs after now being able to detect alien spacecraft. A final battle was beginning to coalesce around D.C. as the aliens began to struggle to keep their footprint on the planet. Finally defeated, the aliens retreated after the Battle of Washington, never to be seen again.